we have a special guest at the table today. JJ has been asking us if he could be part of a recording. This is a great episode for you to be listening in on because what are we talking about? Disney. Yeah. What was your favorite part of Disney? My favorite part of Disney was Disney. Yeah. You just loved everything about it? Yeah. Well, Libby was just there for whose birthday? Joseph. Joseph's birthday. We were. And mm-hmm. we took all of your recommendations and we went on all the rides. What was your favorite ride? When Dad and me went on the roller coaster, like, but on the big one, like a medium-sized one. Oh, yeah. That you couldn't go on because oh. you had a baby in your belly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I was pregnant with that one. Yeah, he, you liked some of the roller coasters. You went on Splash Mountain, which I actually just heard did the last ride ever. <gasps> so it is no longer going to be at Disney. So you didn't see it there? Um, it's no, closed down? I don't know. I didn't even look at it because we weren't into roller coasters. Oh, yes. Yeah. Splash Mountain is... Mm-hmm. An iconic ride. Like that's been around yeah. since forever. So well, it's like the whole <laughs> that was the best thing. ride. JJ loved it. I was like, I was in the middle, so I didn't get squashed. Yeah. I love that ride too. I think they're just reinvent like redoing it though. Um so JJ went on Splash Mountain. He was four at the time and he went on like a decent amount of rides. But Alright, say one last thing. What was your other favorite thing about Wait, Disney? The last thing I can say? Yeah, and then we're gonna shut your mic off and you're gonna listen. Okay. Okay. All right. Are we starting now? Yeah. All right, guys. So welcome back. Yes. I survived. I survived. (laughs) Honestly, it was freaking awesome. It was the best time. It really was. Like, everything was unbelievable. I have so many tips, tricks. I was super stressed before we left because I hadn't been since I was a kid. And things are so different there now. Mm-hmm. So all of the planning, all of the logistics of it all was super overwhelming. Mm-hmm. I was up to like midnight putting an itinerary together, oh looking God. at the maps of every park. Like, where do I go? When do I go? How do I go? What What's do I the do? height requirement? What's the <laughs> app that I need? How do I book? Like so many questions. Mm-hmm. And when I'm there, it just like made sense. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've got a ton I mean, and, of things and to that to point, you. you're, it's not even you being, you know, a control freak or no. anything. Like before you're going to Disney, I booked my trip when I had gone with my kids who were three and four, three months before. And during those three months, I was researching, reading, planning, what rides I was putting together itineraries, talking to different travel agents because you want to make the most out of your time and you want to make sure that you're planning an itinerary with like how much all the wait times and everything that fit the age kids mm-hmm. that you have. So. Yeah. And you have to be flexible when you're there, but having a path, you know, you can go off the path, but just having a clear direction of where you're going is, is really important. So we're going to try and recap everything and give you a little bit of insight. Um, I think we should start off with hotels. So I stayed off property at the Omni Champions Gate Hotel. I absolutely loved it. It was 20 minutes from the airport and it was about 20 minutes to all of the parks in Disney Springs. Um, It's a super, super friendly, kid-friendly hotel. There's mini golf. There's like three different pools, a splash pool, a wave pool, a pool with slides. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you guys rent a car then too? Yes, we rented a car. Mm -hmm. We actually used this app called like churro or something like that it's basically like so cheap and and you don't have to wait in the hertz line no so use this app if you're gonna rent a car and um book it through that you literally pick it up in the parking lot and you put it right back it's like renting it's like an airbnb for a car Mm -hmm. yes and you don't have to wait 
hours at the Hertz line. Unless you do need car seats because then it's easier to go through car rentals. No, they, they, really? they put the car seats in it for me. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yep. I didn't know that. So you can ask for car seats and they'll, and they'll make sure that they're in the car when oh, you pick it up. Know. Yeah. Yep. So my experience was we got to the airport and we went through Hertz and yeah. it took us hours to wait for the Hertz line to get the two car seats. Mm-hmm. We got a minivan. It was so unorganized. They didn't know which car we were assigned to. Adults started just running to whatever car that they could get first. And we were yeah. like, take this one, like running around. It was so unorganized. So oh I love God. this yeah. tip. I think this is a great tip oh. because if you're staying off property, you really do need to rent a car. Yeah. yeah. So the Omni does have shuttles that go to the parks, but you're on a schedule and we didn't want to stay on a schedule. We just wanted to go when we could and leave when we wanted. Um, so basically, long story short, we did that rental for the car. The Omni Hotel is like 20 minutes away. The rooms were unbelievable. There's like a kid's camp there. Is it more of like a luxurious hotel? Like what would you say? Um, or are they like themed rooms? or? They're not themed rooms. I wouldn't say it's like super Disney themed. It's okay. actually where like uh, pro golf happens okay they have like huge so it's a little bit more of like a traditional (laughs) omni yeah yeah Yeah, but they have so much stuff for the kids that's why i could have spent days just there because Mm -hmm. there was so much for them to do but anyway that's the hotel i stayed at now i know you stayed and so for your hotel at the omni I know there's four of you, so it's a little bit easier, but for anybody listening who's traveling with their parents, like how I did, and I know you did too, my parents, it was really important for them that they stayed with us. Like Mm -hmm. they really wanted to experience the kids waking up and everything. So when we started doing research, we were looking for spots that had like the, you know, two bedrooms, two bath type suites. And it was really hard to find something like that, that wasn't an absolute fortune. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so does the Omni have anything like that? Or they already... do have conjoining rooms, but we just had rooms all on the same floor. Yeah, so a conjoining room could be a good option too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we ended up, my parents have Disney points, but by the we had booked our trip so last minute and close to the time that we were traveling that they didn't have any points left. So I was like, oh, I still really want to go. And I was looking at the prices. I was dying. And I was seeing all these influencers staying at the Four Seasons and Disney and all these amazing Disney hotels. But it was thousands of dollars a night for a room to accommodate all of us. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, like astronomical. Like wh- Some of the hotels in October, were, you're looking at $20,000 for a week insane. for these suites. So I right away just got so discouraged because I'm like, okay, this is going to be so expensive. We found the Grove Resort Hotel, which is like 20 minutes also off property. And if you're staying off property, yes, you can't book your reservations within the 60-day window. There's all the, those. No, you, you can know, no, you have to wait till you're within 60 days of your reservation if you're off property. Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, oh. Yeah. So if you stay off property, you have to wait until you're 60 days before your trip. So at that point, they give all Disney members the priority. Oh, so right, So Disney right. members can book, you know, whenever they want. So they wait to make sure, okay, everyone's staying on Disney property, booked their restaurants, booked their things. Then they allow the people staying off property to book. Yep. Um, it's not that big of a deal if you're not, don't have your heart set on staying places. I probably missed out on about 30% of the reservations by the time I booked, mm-hmm. but then there's always chances for cancellations. Oh my God. Cancellations so. last minute are the best. That's yeah. how we got into chef Mickey the night before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so we ended up spending about $2,500 for a week, which is what it was almost like a night for a suite That's crazy. On, yeah, at one that's of those crazy. hotels. And it had three bedrooms, three baths, huge water parks. The pools were amazing. I would say that was definitely the pros, like great service. Um, The cons are that like the hotel room's kind of outdated. Mm -hmm. Not the nicest hotel I've ever stayed at, but clean and perfect for the kids. So um, it's also huge. So it's one of those hotels it's hard to navigate. Uh, Um, But for the most part, you know, we had 
multiple days where we just hung out at the hotel and the kids had plenty to do. So I would oh, definitely recommend it, especially if you're looking for Disney on a budget for like that type of like condo type situation with mm -hmm. a kitchen and everything like that. Yeah. And I mean, when we go, we always do our Airbnb over at the Windsor Estates and I'm obsessed with it over there. <laughs> but same thing. It's about 20 minutes from the park. We always just rent a car just because it's easier and you've got flexibility. They've got the Target over there so you can go and like do your Target pickup and everything else. But the Airbnbs that we do, they're all in these huge different like communities. So they all have the same thing. Big communal pools. Each Airbnb too has its own private pool at the house. So when I was going with kids that still had to nap, it was kind of nice because even though you're at your Airbnb, you could still go out and just hang out by your own private pool. And then you also have your own kitchen. So for example, like we would get like a four bedroom, all the rooms are themed and it's like 300 bucks a night, like max mm -hmm. for the Airbnb. Um, and then the same thing, it had this cute little splash pad for the kids that they were obsessed with. I think Kiki now, like she would go, but I feel like she might outgrow it a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, but then they had these big like water slides, they had miniature golf. Um, and one of the great things with the pools, they also had poolside service. Like I thought once you get an Airbnb, like you just either have to like get your food delivered or do whatever, but they had people walking around so you could get like mudslides. Yeah, salad, I love that because and that's one thing for me. Anytime I travel, I need that extra service. Yes. That's the only reason why I'm hesitant sometimes to book an Airbnb. So mm -hmm. I, just to throw that in there because it's on my brain, there is a Target. It's the Hunter's Creek location in Orlando. It's literally the biggest Target I've ever seen in my entire and life. It's alcohol. Yep. When I was on the airplane, <laughs> I did my Target order. And I picked it up on the way. Yeah. Because you'll you're gonna pass it no matter where you're staying. If yeah. you're staying on the we resort, did the same. We on yeah. off, picked up our... it's the Hunter's Creek location, massive, order ahead, it'll mm -hmm. be ready in two hours to pick up. Exactly. So we we ordered the diapers, we ordered cases of water, wipes, all that shit I didn't want to pack because it was mm -hmm. gonna make my suitcase heavy. I ordered it all there, snacks, everything. Mm -hmm. Um yeah. yeah. So overall, the three of us, we don't know what it's like yet to stay on property. Mm -hmm. um, I hope to stay on property this October. So I'm going to kind of be able to I'm going to be yeah. able to compare it. But um, parking is super easy. So if you're worried about renting a car and what the parking situation is going to be like, like I was, it's really not anything to stress about. It's not long as long of walks as they said it was. And I was there during a really oh, busy so time. Easy. So I was able to get parking spots like as close as you can, I mean, it's not, nothing is crazy. So don't be overwhelmed by the parking because I would say that's one thing that I was really pleasantly surprised about. Mm -hmm. um, and then getting from park to park in the car, again, is no big deal. Mm -hmm. If you have a park hopper, you can park at one park, head over to the other park and still get free parking that yes. same day. And so. note to self, if you do breakfast over at the Contemporary at Chef Mickey's, you can leave your park there and mm -hmm. literally walk into Magic Kingdom. Yeah, oh, so yeah. it is, yeah. the car situation is not something no. to be afraid of. You end up saving money. And for any reason you're traveling with an older kid and it's like, you know, three people with an older kid, every park has a designated Uber rideshare pickup location. So they make it very easy to also take Uber. So if you don't want to take a car and you're wondering about that, every park, it was very clear where people were waiting and it looked super organized. Mm -hmm. So it's a great option if you're with a smaller group or not with little kids, don't mm -hmm. have to worry about car seats. Um, Ubers are everywhere there. That's really good to know. And did any of you guys use a travel agent or a Disney agent? I did not. I did everything on my own. So I don't know what you yeah. guys did. Yeah. I used a travel agent. I used like four. <laughs> so I like, I feel like I was studying <laughs> Disney for 90 days before I actually went just like talking to all of them and kind of like taking what I could. Yeah. Um, but you don't have to pay for a travel agent a lot of the times. Mm -hmm. If a travel agent is telling you that they have a fee move on to the next one yes. because the way they get paid is they get a commission for every reservation they book and you show up for. 
So the ones that are telling you that they want you to pay, which I almost ran into that trap before I started talking to more people, mm -hmm. it's kind of a scam. Yeah. Um, and we can link some recommendations of different Instagram handles mm -hmm. of, yes. of um, agents that are super, super familiar, live in the area, have little kids. But don't buy your tickets beforehand. So what I would do is what I find out with, with the travel agents is that we had already booked our tickets. And if you want to reach out to them, do it at the way beginning of the planning because they can book the tickets, the mm -hmm. reservations and everything like all at once. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. She booked all of um, yeah. that stuff for me. So I didn't have to worry anything leading up to it. She would wake up as soon as the booking window opened up. So if it's 7 a.m. is the 60 days when your reservation is, you have to be awake at 7 a.m. 60 days before to try for that. Like that's yeah. how that's I got. What I did. Yeah. So that's how I got some of my reservations. But I wouldn't have to wake up and do it. She would kind of just tell me like, all right, <laughs> I woke up. This is what I was able to get. This is what I wasn't able to get. Yeah. And and it's super easy. So there's also the restaurant cancellation list. I don't know if I gave that to you guys, but like if there's a certain reservation that you want, you can check and put in your phone number. And when a reservation opens up, you'll get a text. Yes. That's called mouse dining. Yes. So it's $9. It's an app that I highly recommend yes. you get on your phone before you go. There's a couple apps that we'll link in this episode, but that's one app. It's called mouse dining. It's $9 something like that. And it gives you reservation mm -hmm. alerts as they open up throughout the day. So like Lara said, you just got to like act quick. If you're not that worried about reservations, not a big deal. Mm -hmm. But if you're dying to get into one, like I was for space 220 yeah. or, you know, one of those big spots, then it's something to keep an eye on. Absolutely. Because reservations open up like crazy. All the time. Yeah. So don't stress, like don't mm -hmm. cry over missing out on something like I was like crazy. <laughs> meeting. I was also very pregnant. So <laughs> I was extra emotional. I'm like, I didn't get Chef Mickey's. And then and ended up opening up so it's like actually one of my favorite um sandwiches was over at the beauty and the beast right it was like some ham and cheese croissant and it was bomb oh my God. Oh, yeah. can we Big link that because i didn't get any good food yes. in disney i thought the food there was dog food. oh it was dog food it except for this was. one ham and cheese sandwich okay so we'll link where laura got that <laughs> ham and cheese yeah. sandwich yeah i like I, I really liked tony c's and magic kingdom i went there for dinner they have a tony c's and magic kingdom wait yeah not, oh not tony c's not tony's or tony's like, tony's what? pizza <laughs> Maybe it's Tony's Pizza. I don't know. It was t or Tony's Restaurant. Um, love that. And then also I went to Via Napoli for dinner in Epcot in mm -hmm. the Italy section. That was actually really, really good. So Wow, those that's my big two, coming from you guys. Yeah, those were my two recommendations for food. But for lunch, we did it on the go. They have an app and you order ahead. So when you're in line or on a ride at Magic Kingdom especially – we just opened up the My Disney Experience app, found the one closest to us, mm -hmm. ordered 25 orders of chicken fingers and fries. Yep. It yep. was ready when we were done, picked mm -hmm. it up. I literally did not have to wait at all. The kids ate the minute they were hungry. So don't stress about lunch, especially when you're roaming around the parks. I would just recommend doing bring the app. snacks, too. And bring a lot of snacks. Bring a yep. Yeah, snacks. I totally agree about mm -hmm. the apps. And that's another thing. Like I know we'll touch on the tour guide, and you've experienced a Disney tour mm -hmm. guide. I've experienced like an a la carte. One of the things that they, you know, promote that is like their big thing that they can do for you is like getting the food and the drinks where like, yeah, it's nice. But like Libby's saying, it's you so can easy easily to do go. Yeah. What they do is the same thing. Like they're just going on an app and ordering it for you. So yep. don't get so amazed yeah. by some of these services that you're hearing because people try to scare you before you go and then you get there and you're like, okay, yeah. I can just order this on my mm -hmm. phone. Is it nice? Yes, of course. It's anything that can help you there. It's chaotic, but it's pretty easy if you know what apps to get on your phone, yeah. you know where you are. Super I easy. Agree. Um, one thing I do want to talk about is the Genie Plus and Lightning Lane yes. because I was so stressed out and confused about how that works. So I just wanted to give a really quick rundown. Yeah. 
Um, basically you're going to download the my Disney experience app and you know, you'll put in all your information, whatever. Then when you're in Disney, the day that you are going to the park, you purchase what's called just Disney plus. And people say you have to get up at 1201, the middle of the night to buy genie plus. You do not, you can buy it at 630, 645, 655 AM and order the genie plus. It is like $25 per person. And that allows you to book lightning lanes. Why it's two different things. And they call it two different things. I don't fucking know. So genie plus way you should think about it is that genie plus is the membership. You have to pay per person. The lightning lane is for each individual ride. So that's essentially what it is. Genie Plus is the umbrella yeah. that the lightning lane falls yeah. under. So but some rides... You, you should just yeah, pay so one that's, thing. That's though. how I try to explain well, it to people. Yeah. People are always so confused. I'm like, no, Genie Plus is the name of the app and it's the membership essentially that you need to pay per day at the park. Yeah. But the lightning lane, some rides have an additional fee on top of that, whatever it is. I think you said $25. Yeah. I didn't pay for any of the rides. Um, so basically you buy your Genie Plus every day that you're going to the park. So I bought my at 6.45 in the morning, you can book your first lightning lane starting at 7 a.m. So how it works is you book your first one at 7 a.m. You should know exactly what rides you want to get to first. So Mm -hmm. what I did is I mapped out every section. So for example, Magic Kingdom. I knew all the rides I wanted to go to in Tomorrowland. I knew what I wanted to go to in Adventureland and then Fantasyland or whatever it was. So I had them by group. Like I know which areas I was hitting first. And Mm -hmm. you'd want to get all those rides in the same area because you want to go from one to the next to the next. Mm -hmm. So pull out a map, look at it on the app and figure out which areas you want to go to and which rides are there inappropriate for your kids Mm -hmm. then you know exactly which ride you want to book first so also the um, a great thing to do for the first ride you book is to try to find out like your top ride or the busiest ride because exactly earlier you get there in the morning especially you're with little kids you're probably going to beat some of the older people you want to get the longer ride higher wait time rides out of the way first thing yeah so you book your first one and then when you get to the park you can either book another lightning lane either two hours from when you first booked it or after you check in to your lightning lane. So you, there is an opportunity where you can essentially have two lightning lanes booked at the same time, which I didn't understand. But long story short is um, you book one at seven, and then the minute you check into your first ride, you book another one. Like mm-hmm. if you're in line and you're in, the minute you scan your card. How or many lightning bracelet, passes do they give you for the day, though? So you, it doesn't as many as you want. Oh wow! You, you just have to there check in. How long you stay? Yeah. So the minute you check in, you're on your like you're not even on the ride yet, and oh. I'm pulling out my app like Tanya, book I this one they, next. Get, they were did you given get like this five time? lightning passes. No, you or can something. have as many oh, lightning passes. But the thing passes. is, it's there are certain weight like you can book it for certain time frames so like some rides like for example if you're in epcot for frozen if you're on your app at you know 11 o'clock in the morning you're not going to get a frozen ride till seven o'clock at night so then then you you can't book another one so you can book one two hours from 11 o'clock so then you can but you can't book like it's either you have to check in or you wait two hours got it you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so you essentially could have one booked and then have another one that you keep going, but there's a two hour downtime. Yeah. But that's when the family exchange oh or the kids swap God. comes mm-hmm. into place. Yeah. It's really, it's really not that it sounds confusing, but once you're there, guys, you'll get the rhythm. All you have to know is know exactly what you want to book at 7am and have that ready to go. You're going to understand it as you go. Basically it's either you check in and then you book another one or there's a two hour downtime, but you'll figure it out. It's 
But also the wait times, if you look at the apps, the wait times are fucking bullshit. Okay. So Dumbo, oh, yeah. it said it was like a five minute wait time. And I looked at the outside. I'm like, oh, this ride only has this, like these few rows. No, I got trapped in the fucking inside. I was so pissed oh, because now we're waiting inside God. this tent and With there's like a playground kids. and I... All, and the kids are freaking out. So basically what you have to do is have lollipops in your purse. You got to mm-hmm. have bubbles. You got to play I yep. Spy. You know, you got to get creative. But yeah. it, it worked. And then we got on the Dumbo. And of course, we had the broken Dumbo that didn't go up. So <laughs> just roll <laughs> with the punches. Did they let you stay on it? They still, no. Oh, my but God. But whatever. We didn't even care. I wanted to be done and out of there. I was done with Dumbo. Oh, wait, that's so um, funny. Yeah, some of those rides, like Dumbo, spinning teacups, yeah. if you have yeah. little kids like ours, they're going to end up probably being the highlights of their trip. So, mm-hmm. yeah, whether it's whatever it is at the Lightning Lane, you can go on those. And depending on the time frame that you're there, I was able to go on some of my rides like multiple times. Yeah. Just stay on it because yeah. there wasn't a long line. And I was there during a busy time. But these are rides that you can literally see at your neighborhood fair in the summer. I know. So, like, but. The kids love it. So it's a nice time to fill the time and they get excited about like nothing. So yeah, (laughs) it was the nighttime after dinner and before fireworks where I found it to be the less least busy and we were banging out rides. Like we did like 10 rides in an hour. We just kept on booking the lightning lanes, going through, running to the next one. And it was, that was fun. It was like an adrenaline. We literally were like, we banged out so many rides. Like trying to like check off like all the rides. Yeah, we literally got to like every ride we wanted to. Um, A bunch of people asked what the must must do rides were was Buzz Lightyear even the girls love that one Buzz Lightyear was definitely Joseph's yes. favorite and also um the Mickey's Filler Magic uh show I don't think you guys did that no, but it is show. it is unbelievable and it's basically a 3D movie um of Donald Duck be- doing the whole thing you put on these glasses and Donald Duck's just like coming at you throwing you pots and pans oh, it was musical how and they cute. and what they do is they highlight every classical Disney movie and like songs that relate to that one. So it's like a big 3D show of every Disney movie. Is that at Town oh Hall gosh, at the beginning? My kids would love Wait, that. Um, Mickey? It is near like the princesses, like the fairy princesses. Got it. Okay. And Peter Pan. Um, Peter Pan. 100% recommend the Filler Magic and it's also a theater so it's like super cool and you get to sit for like 20 minutes. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I know. I love the one, especially if you're going in that. like hot weather, yeah. having a couple like moments like that where you can sit in the AC is yeah. huge. Yeah. Huge. I love the Little one. Mermaid one. Oh, the Little Mermaid I love awesome. the Little Mermaid. Yeah. Peter Pan um, is like the number one I one to book in the Peter beginning. Yes. In the morning. Everyone loves Peter Pan. Um, I um, loved the, the I, I can't remember because now it's been, you're better at um, knowing which rides are at which park. Um, but yeah, I loved Peter Pan. My kids loved spinning teacups. We did that like 20 oh times. Oh my God, I know. Yeah. I felt nauseous. Um, we went on like the Avatar rides. We did Frozen. Those are kind of the memorable ones, but we probably, mm-hmm. yeah, we, we banged through a lot. We did a lot. Of, we did two days at Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom. JJ went on the T-Rex roller coaster with Jeff <laughs> and it scarred him. So <gasps> if you have a kid who you're worried about potentially being scared, he was not scared getting there, but he was petrified. Or a bug's we were, life. We were actually worried that, yeah, my kids did not <laughs> yeah, like my a kids bug's were like, life it either. It was kind of freaky. And that was oh my, my favorite thing as a yeah. kid. So I was Same. so bummed. Same. I was like, get ready, guys. You're going to feel something. I know. And I they know. hated and it. And they're like, yeah. Ah! yeah. I know. I yeah, know. you could skip a bug's life. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Mickey's Railroad, my kids absolutely adored over at Hollywood. And then also um, the Slinky 
the slinky dog. Oh, I love the slinky, slinky dog. dog. Oh yeah, my God. I loved that videos too. of Liam's face on there. I could, it, he could have gone <laughs> over and over and over again. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So the rides, I mean, feel it out, look at the maps, kind of figure out your day based on your kid's age. Um, one other thing I want to hit on is what you're going to pack that day. There was a lot of questions on what I need, what I don't need. I did bring a change of clothes for both boys and I also brought their pajamas because um, we were there, we were at Magic Kingdom for like 14 hours and they're super messy. They're eating lollipops, they're spilling on them. So I brought mm-hmm. change of clothes for both kids and then I brought pajamas to put on before fireworks because they were going to pass out in bed and, I mean, pass out at the like on the way home yeah. in the car and then I just put them right in bed. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't bring a ton of stuff. It was literally one change of clothes, one set of pajamas. I brought water bottles snacks lollipops for the line one thing of bubbles just because my kids are little and needed the entertainment Mm -hmm. um but I hardly we didn't even use the bubbles because the lightning lanes we were banging through yeah and then I did not bring ponchos and it random it wasn't didn't even say it was going to rain and it randomly rained for like 10 minutes and our strollers got soaked so I would highly recommend going on Amazon and getting either um a stroller cover or ponchos and just have them available just in case yes you have a a link or something yeah for our our famous double stroller I've got yeah. a rain cover for yes. <laughs> I know we all because brought the same stroller with us to Disney oh, for the kids and the best it's the best stroller ever yeah also even I, if your kids are a little bit older just bring a stroller because yeah. the amount of walking yeah it's a lot of walking insane but and yeah it, it's a Sherpa for you it's going to carry all your crap exactly mm-hmm. and yeah. there's um it, with each ride there's also designated areas to put so they call them like um stroller parking lots or whatever oh so outside of pretty much yeah. anywhere there's a stroller parking lot so obviously anything that's valuable don't keep it in there but i mean i would i feel like Same. everybody leaves everybody their purse everything there <laughs> I, yeah. know. I know um oh i brought a stro- the, i brought um uh, like my Prada crossbody or if you have like a Lululemon yeah. one yep. keep that on you and that's where you can have like your money your phone your wallet whatever and then the mm-hmm. stroller just have shit that you don't care yep. if it gets missing or lost or stolen or whatever one of the best exactly. things that I bought the last time were straps to, for the side of the carriage mm-hmm. and it held oh, onto the water bottles so smart yeah. because the kids would be in there and you know they're so excited they would literally throw their water mm-hmm. bottle and at least it was like on a tethered up to the stroller yeah. and strollers only have like two water bottle things on it yeah. and so like literally they would chuck it and I'm like ah it's still a <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's so <laughs> funny. Actually, Laura and I were talking about this. That next time I go, for sure, I'll put a GPS tracker on my kid. So if you oh, have one, yes. highly recommend getting it, putting it air either. On, um, yep, an air yep. tag. Put in their whether shoe. it's like yeah, in their shoe, or now they make the, the, the little watches. bracelets or whatever. So I would recommend that over the Disney tag if you have little kids because it is very stressful, especially at nighttime. It gets pitch black. Light up shoes. And there is thousands and thousands of people. Yeah, so scary. Um, bright clothes. Air tags, mm. comfy sneakers, comfy and I had little bracelets made too that says "If found, please call mom." I love <laughs> that, honestly. And honestly, I didn't do like any of that. And looking back, I was so yeah. nervous the whole time. Like kids just stay in the stroller and yeah. don't get out. Like one last thing of Magic Kingdom for fireworks. Um, if you want to get a good spot, like go before eight o'clock because we were rushing around getting those rides, so we got. We got it like a close up view, but there was a huge tree in front of us. So mm-hmm. like it was still awesome. You could still see it. But if you want to be right in front of the castle, like don't wait until like 745, 8 because it becomes a mosh pit. Yeah, so it was a mosh pit a when view, I was there too. Get there ahead of time. Yeah, or you can go to the dessert party. 
And, and the dessert party right before that they host, and then they block off a section for you right oh, in yeah. the front, and then you get to exit first too. Yeah, which I, is awesome. This is the unpopular opinion, but I could have gone but without fireworks <gasps> every night. I cried. My kids hated them. Oh. I was so stressed in the crowds. I was also really pregnant, so I think my um, like uh, claustrophobia and anxiety yeah. of crowds was heightened. So I could have gone without the fireworks. Yeah, and we wow. waited all day for them. And I thought, of course, they were beautiful. And mm-hmm. I wished I just, the kids were on my dad's neck. So there were a lot of beautiful moments that had happened. But I don't know. I think I could have gone without them because the kids yeah. were just scared of Did them. Did you see them at Epcot? Epcot and Magic Kingdom. Yeah. 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 I kind of liked Epcot again, like, I we're liked further them, away. But it's just, if you're waiting all night, it could go wrong in my my yeah. example was you need to know that your kids like fireworks, which yeah. my kids don't, and I kind of just figured it out there. We slept Aww. through the whole entire thing. I was yeah. like, "Buddy, wake up!" These yeah, are it's very. It's just thousands of people, shoulder to shoulder, yeah. Yeah. looking up at the sky. So just be prepared. Um, but yeah, I could have gone without that. And kind of same with the Mickey's not so Halloween party. I know that's like one of the biggest <gasps> questions I get is, yeah. "Was it worth it?" And I say that's worth it, but only because the parade was incredible and like Libby said just like the fireworks you have to show up early and get your spot because if you're back in the back of the crowds your kid's not going to see anything so we got like front row but other than that pitch black at night with a three and four year old no thank you I Mm -hmm. could go without that yeah Yeah. see we just held them to make sure nobody moved but Rocco fell asleep during fireworks like after (laughs) 10 minutes Juliana was sleeping Jordana Mm -hmm. and Joseph were up Joseph thought the fireworks were for his birthday, that so I did cute. that for him. So he cute. said that. I was like crying. I, he was singing, dancing. Uh, like it was, yeah, fireworks were a highlight for me, but I wish we had a better view. So that's mm-hmm. my only. Oh, and one more thing. You know what my beef is with Disney? What? What's that? There's no more characters just like roaming around and you have to wait forever to get their autograph. I'm so upset about this because they were Same. everywhere with oh, me. Oh, they were nowhere. And I was Tanya like, was on the app trying to figure out where's Mickey, where's Minnie, tracking them down. And that's only the main to find thing out, that kids yeah, want. Only to find out when we finally found Mickey and Minnie, we had to wait an hour <gasps> just to get up to them. It, yes, it was worth it, but it was an hour wasted and it was, they, our kids just kept running right up to Mickey and I'm like, no, 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 come on back. Yeah. It's not yeah. your turn. Come on mm-hmm. back. And I just wish there was more like magic everywhere. You like, why can't Disney hire ten Mickey's? And I have ten wonder. Do you think that's why they say October is the best time to go? Because they were when I say everywhere, oh. characters running around. But I, I now I'll be we'll be able to compare. Yeah. Also, they probably yeah. freaking like lost so many people during the yeah. pandemic. Who and didn't want to do it at Epcot, the longest line Moana. ever. I wanted to see I her didn't so bad. See either. We saw her as, and I'm like, oh my gosh, the line is gone, guys. Let's go. And it, the lady was like. Moana's leaving now. We're all done with Moana. And I'm like, kids, stand right here. We're, the, we're the, oh, on the no, other yeah. side of the line and wave to her as she goes yeah. by and maybe she'll stop for you. Did she stop? No, just kept <gasps> waving and kept going. I'm like, come on. Like, like, these two cute boys are the two cutest kids in the park. Yeah. Like, they wanted to meet Moana so bad. They was like, dressed as Moana and wanted to meet, because that was like when she went through this little obsession yeah. phase and she didn't meet her. She wasn't anywhere to be found. Well, it was really cool to see and they were super excited, but I felt bad. And then yeah. they kept on asking for Moana the whole time. I'm like, mm-hmm. she went bye-bye. So to that point too, um, the breakfast with characters, I highly recommend. Yeah. I think it's so great. Um, I really wanted to get into Topolino's, I think oh, it is. I could not get in there. I tried like <laughs> calling, pretending I was people. I'm like, I'm gonna get to this brunch. I couldn't get in there, but I ended up so happy at the Contemporary Hotel yeah, at Chef, Chef Mickey's. Mickey. Super casual. My mom's a wicked picky eater, and they kind of just had basic breakfast food, yeah. which was perfect. And the kids had 
four or five different opportunities during the breakfast to like dance with the characters and talk to them Every and do whatever. Every single character so, makes a point to come up yeah, to the table. So, at least so to your point, photo. if there's not a lot of characters, yeah. then yeah. definitely book a some sort of character breakfast. Yes. And this one I would say is the most affordable because yeah, don't um, you don't need to buy like a $60 entree per person. Oh, they charge you it's by, a it's a family style. Family it used style. to be, it used to be buffet, but since COVID they changed it. So now it's an unlimited family style. So they just kind of like put it down at your table. Mm-hmm. And so you don't have to get mugged by Yeah. Me. You don't have to get up. Like you kind of just stay yeah. at your table and they, they let kids dance around. Yeah. And so I would say that would, that one was definitely worth it. Yeah. And then also Hollywood and Vines too. If your kids are into like Vampirina and all the other ones, they do a uh, breakfast too, don't they? I didn't hear of that one, yeah, but I'm Fancy sure there's Nancy, so many. Because I, I feel like I'm going to have to try and get in that one next. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. Um, anything else you want to touch on? The thing I was struggling with was what parks to do with my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. So which parks were your favorite? So I actually really liked Animal Kingdom, but I was on the fence if I was going to do Animal Kingdom or MGM because I was only doing... What's MGM? Or I'm sorry, Hollywood Studios. Oh, I was like, there's oh. another one? No, no, sorry. Hollywood <laughs> Studios. It used to be MGM back in the day. Oh, okay. So it was either going to be Hollywood Studios or Animal Kingdom because I had two days to do three parks. So I talked to Liz about it and I was like, should I do Animal Kingdom or should I do Hollywood Studios? I was super on the fence. I loved Animal. We went with Animal Kingdom. Um, It was really good for the kids because we did the safari ride. They loved the Lion King show. There was um, the Nemo show. It was great. We spent like three hours there, and then we drove over to Epcot. Um, but I know Laura told me, I was like asking Laura, I'm like, Laura, what do you think about Animal Kingdom? And then I was asking Liz, and yeah. Liz and Laura had conflicting Completely answers. opposite And answers. it honestly goes back to the fact that it depends on like the day-to-day. Like you said, you didn't see characters we saw a bunch of characters so I guess Disney is just one of those things Mm -hmm. but I will just before Laura puts her two cents in (laughs) I loved it because they had an easy sign up to meet characters right when we got there we got to do the animal safari it was very structured at the beginning after a whole day at Magic Kingdom in um, Hollywood it was nice to feel like it was like okay we can sit down at these picnic tables go to the playground and then we were going to Epcot that night so it was just like a there wasn't a big crowd. It wasn't busy. Mm-hmm. There was a million characters walking around. So for us in that moment with two little kids, I it was loved great. it. I it agree. was almost like a breath of fresh air. I was like, okay, yeah. we're not at some massive park. It's small. It's structured. Yeah. I knew what I was going there to do. So I liked it. It's not like I'm like, yeah. oh my God. We love <laughs> Animal Kingdom. <laughs> I kind of am because I really want to stay at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, but only because I'm like, how that. cool would that be in the morning yeah. for my kids to wake up and see the animals yeah. like outside of the glass window, but then we'll just... We don't have to go to that park that day. Yeah. Just and then Laura, Laura was, was like, like, well, we can go to the zoo. It's a glorified here. zoo. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. Um, the safari ride was amazing. Actually, I took Liz's uh, recommendation on that, booked it first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. But besides that, and the Rainforest Cafe, which was super cute. I, I had AC. And the food there sucks. So like, the food there is so bad. <laughs> but besides that, I was like, eh, I would I love Hollywood Studios. Like, the Mickey and Minnie, like, uh, railroad ride. They have the Toy Story Land, um, Tower of Terror if your kids are old enough. But, like, we loved Hollywood. Oh, yeah. I wish we went there. Next yeah. time. Yeah. No, Next time. honestly, so we, w- we did the two park hoppers each day. So I guess if I was picking and choosing, I don't know which I would have picked because I really did love each park mm-hmm. so much. And I loved Hollywood because Jeff and I had the most fun in the Toy Story game. Yes. Him and I went in the cart together. And then my mom went with JJ and my dad went with... 
Adri. Mm-hmm. So it was really fun. Like Jeff and I got that little moment to like play the game with each other. So I loved Hollywood so much. I think it depends on also, yeah, what stage your kids are yeah, at, what they what like. Age. Are they going to be obsessed with the animals? Are they going to like, you know, seeing all yeah. that? I just have visions of my parents being so exhausted and sitting at a yeah. picnic table eating popcorn and being like, we like this park. So <laughs> that was because they parents. were happy, they were, I was happy. My parents were monitoring the strollers yes. and they were walking around getting coffee, getting breakfast. Cause it was like 9 a.m. We were all on the safari and yeah. my parents couldn't get the lightning lane for it. So we were on the safari. I'm like texting my mom, like, can I get, can you get me this from Starbucks? Can you get this? Yeah, can you yeah. get that? And they're just sitting at the bench, soaking it all in. Yeah. Just relaxing. Yeah. yeah. So I, I do agree. It was yeah. good downtime. It was good downtime Especially if you're doing two parks in one day, which is what we did. We did mm-hmm. Animal Kingdom in the morning. Our plan was that we are going to put the kids in the car and then have them nap when we drove to Epcot, but mm-hmm. no kids napped. Oh my god! If you're planning on your kids napping, well, good luck to you. Yes, Nobody because naps. Animal Kingdom <laughs> is a little bit further away. Yeah, but it, I, I even was telling Joe, I'm like, please drive slow, drive slow, mm-hmm. drive slow, because I'm like, I wanted them to fall asleep. No kid napped. And it was, it is what it is. Um yeah, that's that's the Disney lowdown. Um, we could I could talk about Disney forever. Oh, I really feel like I'm a pro. I'm like gonna be a Disney travel agent. I know. After I think, this. Yeah, exactly. I think you should become a Disney travel agent on the <laughs> yeah. side because you have so much time. On right your hands. now, I'm like, I know. Just DM me. I'll give you all the answers. Oh, and one last question. So many people are like wondering if their five year olds were old enough. They're two, three year olds. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Disney is magic. No matter what age, all you need to do is bring your patience and your love and your eyes are open. Your hearts are open. You're going to have a great time. Yes. Okay. And so because they may not remember it, but we absolutely will. Them running yep. into Mickey and Minnie's arms. Them seeing oh my Elsa. Gosh. The you know, magic when they're the a little, time. little is unbelievable. So each it of is. us cried in our trips to Disney. Yeah. In like a good way. I'm sure we cried. Like I probably cried for other reasons. I don't know. I was seven and a half months pregnant. I cried because I was overwhelmed. Yes. <laughs> um, no. No, I was so pregnant. But I cried when Adrian met Elsa because I just thought that those princesses and like the characters, that's why it was like interesting to hear you say that. But for me, the characters gave the kids such an amazing moment and really like made them feel special. Yeah, Adri, you loved Elsa. Adri, do you want to say how did Adri, how did you feel about that? Um, really good. What did she say to you when she was there? She was teaching you how to like... Oh, like roll a ball? Yeah, like make a snowball? Oh, yeah, she was doing that. And did she give you a really, really long hug? Yeah. So I heard that characters are trained to never let go of the hug first. So Mickey is never allowed to not... Mickey can never let go first. So if you go give a character a hug, if you go give Mickey a hug, Minnie a hug, Elsa, Anna, Moana, they will never let go. So long as you hug them forever, they will hug you forever. Their job is to never let go. That's why Elsa and Anna were hugging you for so long. Oh my God, that's so Adri, so um, you keep talking about how you're saving money to help mommy and daddy. So when we save money, where do you want to go? Where was like the, where's the number one place? To the, to Ruba. And Disney again. Yes. Girlfriend. So it is worth it. Yes. Disney take all of our money. That's why they call it um, the Mickey Muggin or Mugged by Mickey. Yeah. By Mickey. <laughs> all right, guys. We hope this was helpful. If you have any specific questions, obviously just DM us because yeah. a lot of this might sound confusing. But like Libby said, until you get into it, it's all going to make sense. Have, have fun. Next one. Bye.